of to talk to Q radio show Quincy is here with us on podcasters vision it's an honor once again to have another great podcaster share with you all their vision of why they do what they do and a lot of their experiences and where they pull their inspiration and that is what Quincy is here with us today doing and I would just like to say thank you for allowing me to share your your vision and um, we are I'm excited I'm sure the listeners are excited because right here on podcasters vision that's what we do right so everybody let's check this out and let's tune in and listen to Quincy after talk to Q radio show and uh, let's give him a listening ear And the name of my show is the Talk to Q Radio Show. I named the show that because I wanted to hear what people had to say. It's not about me monopolizing all of the talk time. The listeners get to interact with me. And that's why I named the show Talk to Q instead of Listen to Q. What inspired me to do the show were other talk shows. Back in 1996, I used to listen to a lot of talk radio shows in my car and on my job. And I would get frustrated whenever someone would call in and make a good point, but the host would cut them off due to time restrictions or because they simply didn't agree with the caller. And I said that if I were ever fortunate enough to have my own talk show, that I would allow my callers equal time and give them a chance to present their case regardless if they agree with me or not. 15 years later, the Talk to Q radio show was born. I wanted to do that because I'm a firm believer that all sides should be heard. There should be no one-sidedness like MSNBC or Fox News, because I don't want to preach to the choir. I want to preach to the people that need to hear it. And the passion to do my show comes from TV, social media, and radio. There is so much misinformation out there that it's not even funny. But on top of that, there is so much not being discussed. The media gets so fixated on one topic that they ignore other topics that are equally important, if not more important. People need to learn how to navigate through life, and you know, because parents aren't sitting down and teaching their kids anything these days. And I'm kind of old school. I was blessed with a two-parent household as a child and raised with traditional values. I take my hat or cap off when entering someone's home. I hold the door open for a lady to enter first. I believe in a firm handshake, making eye contact when speaking to people, and taking ownership of my actions. As crazy as it sounds, those things have become a lost art, from the two-parent households all the way up to taking ownership for one's actions. Too many people lack the home training that is necessary to continue the dwindling cycle of the main components of adulthood. Pride, responsibility, and accountability have been replaced with entitlement, dependency, and deflection. These are the things that fuel the passion for my show. I want to bring morals, values, and common sense back to mainstream America one episode at a time. Now, my show has had its ups and downs, mostly ups though. One of the many positive experiences that I've had with the show is that I've met a ton of cool people over the course of my decade doing this. I've had a few celebrities on the show, and they've been great. 
but the everyday entrepreneur, author, or maybe even a fellow podcaster has brought a ton of fun and insightful conversations to my show as well. The downside to my experiences with the show is when you take the time to prepare for a guest who either doesn't keep their commitment for a certain time slot or counsels on you all together. I mean, you know, taking hours to prepare for an interview just to have the person not show, be late, or counsel all together can leave you dejected. But I'm fortunate this has only happened a few times in the years that I've been doing this. You know, I have a lot of fond memories of the Talk to Q radio show, but I don't know if I can say which one stands out to me the most. I mean, I have over 850 episodes, so there have been many things to happen to me over the course of those. I guess my fondest moment would be my first caller from overseas. You know, I started getting calls from Canada after about 50 episodes or so, but my first call from overseas came about episode 70 or 80 maybe, and it was a lady from Australia. She called into the show via Skype to discuss a relationship topic we were talking about, and that just blew me away. I was already proud of the fact that people all over North America were listening and interacting, but to find out I was officially worldwide at that point really made me realize what I'd created. Since then, I've interviewed people from Sweden to Iraq, the UK, and it's been pretty cool. The very first interview I ever did was with two bloggers, two hilarious ladies named Tor and Thundercat. Those were the names they blogged under. Tor, T-O-A-R, was an acronym for something. I can't recall what. One was from Michigan and the other from Texas. They were crude and told raunchy jokes, but I cracked up with them. That was back in episode two in 2011. I'm still cool with Thundercat to this day. She actually did some graphic design work for me as recently as this summer, but I lost contact with Tor over the years. Podcasting has changed my life in a number of ways. It's allowed me to befriend quite a few people all over the world, but most importantly, it's helped me to grow as a person. I don't have the same views at episode 877 that I did back in episode 12. You know, I mean, the reason is because I took the time to listen to others and learn their truths. I may not always agree, but hearing a different perspective helps people grow emotionally. And my show has given me so many opportunities to take advantage of that. As I enter my second decade of podcasting, my focus is still the same. I want to help restore values, morals, and common sense to this country. What will be different going forward is my implementation of video now. Yes, my audio-only podcast now has the visuals to go along with it. So, I will continue to do interviews with some of the most interesting people you may or may not have heard of, and you'll be able to see our interaction on screen. But what I will also do for decade number two is get back to my wheelhouse a bit. More live calling shows and relationships is what I'm talking about. That's what really helped my show grow back in the first few years. Although I do enjoy the interviews, I really need to refocus on getting the opinions of my listeners. I throw the questions out at them and the callers give me the answers. That has always been the bread and butter of the Talk to Q radio show. So to keep my show fresh, I'll bring on those new faces that you'll actually be able to see go along with the voices. And I'll continue to evolve my show because I'm always under construction. I always want to get better and reach more people. You can hear my show anywhere podcasts are found. My website is at talktoq.com. 
and that's where everything is headquartered. To follow me on social media, just search for Talk to Q. You know, that's one word, Talk, the number two, Q. Or you can just Google me. Come join the fun at the Talk to Q radio show and give your two cents. That's why the tagline of this show is the Talk to Q radio show. No experts, just opinions. Peace out. Thanks a lot for this opportunity, Brandy. Thank you once again, Quincy. This was Quincy from To Talk to Q Radio. And uh, that was pretty darn awesome there. I love how you took us through the time you're transitioning. Uh, definitely why and what, you know, the memories, the, the good, you know, the, the downs, the ups, you know, people that you met how that changed you, what you experienced, and what you loved, and uh, you even, you know, shared with the audience about them, like, how you perceived the, you know, your listeners, and that's, and that's so amazing, because that's exactly why we do what we do, guys, and that's why I think that this is an amazing idea that I had when I began Podcasters vision because it can take the listener through a whole different experience when you kind of know who you're listening to versus the voice and the the story or the topic is a little bit more personable because it's like you when you're speaking to someone and you kind of know a little bit about them, their personality. Like, oh yeah, this is totally the reason why this totally fits this person because this is, you know, and, and you might not even be thinking about that when you are listening, but it's, you feel that way. And so I definitely like to give a, a bigger perspective of, you know, someone when we're listening to them. I even like doing that when I'm doing, um, when I have a guest, you know, a celebrity or whomever it's allowing the listeners to get to know this person to identify with this person as a person because we're all human beings and uh and to be able to do this through podcasting which i love so dearly is pretty freaking awesome so i would like to give a shout out to all my fellow podcasters and quincy thank you for joining and doing this that was amazing and to all our listeners check them out and definitely definitely i know you'll enjoy this guy right here (laughs) thank you so much quincy thank you from podcasters visions you guys stay tuned for more and more hot podcasters